it is a nice um, opportunity for people to um, post questions as well during the forum. So we always have question cards that people can submit during the um, actual forum itself. Um, if folks want to submit questions in advance, we simply ask that they email our hayescc at hayeschamber.com email address. If they can get those sent in um, by February 1st, that would be beneficial. The 2024 Legislative Coffee Series will kick off in February with area legislators and thanks to Hayes Daily News, Midwest Energy, and the Hayes Chamber. I'm Becky Kaiser, Hayes Post and Eagle Radio News reporter. I'm talking with Mike Morley from Midwest Energy and Sarah Wassinger from the Hayes Chamber on this episode of the Post Podcast. We've been doing this now, Becky, for about a decade. Wow. And it's it's part of our charge uh, as far as investing in our communities. Um, we... When you look at the map of where the representatives and the senators are in the state of Kansas, it's no secret that Western Kansas has been losing population and has been for a few decades. Um, with that, we are losing our political influence in Topeka. Um, the, the Senate districts and the House districts for Western Kansas, some of them are 9, 10, 12 counties large, whereas you get to the eastern part of the state and it's 9, 10, 12 blocks. Um, in terms of the density of population. So as we continue to lose seats every census, you know, we'll lose a House seat, we'll lose a Senate seat to redistricting. Uh, it's important that people that live out here are aware of the issues and remain engaged of what's happening because there's a saying in politics, uh, if you're not seated at the table, you're on the menu. And, <laughs> you know, we, we, we don't want to be in that position to where we're no. constantly on the menu. Well, you know, people might be curious, um, and I know having been to many of these events and listened to the questions that come up, but people might be curious thinking, well, Midwest Energy, do you sponsor it because you're there to talk about energy issues with the, or do you concentrate on that or is it broader than that? Not at all. Actually, it's much broader than that. And if, you know, when, when you go to these, uh, to these legislative forms, it's, it's really almost a free form dialogue. Um, each of the, um, each of the representatives and senators has an opportunity to speak what's on their mind, the issues that are important, you know, that they're working on or that are of, of import to them and to Western Kansas. And then it opens up to a Q&A. So very, very little time is actually devoted to energy issues. And the, the fact that it's face-to-face -face is really, I think, makes a huge difference because we're very fortunate out here that we have such dedicated people in these positions and they really do go everywhere, not just Hayes, but throughout their districts, which as you pointed out, are huge, a lot of travel time for them, but they do, they want to get input and, and also share the information that they're bringing back from Topeka. Absolutely. You know, Kansas is, is unique in, a, um, in the U.S. and so much as we don't have a year round legislature, our, our legislature meets for 90 days a year and they truly are, you know, citizen servants. Um, all of these people have day jobs that they try to juggle their legislative duties with their you know, professional and their family duties. It's a big ask. And especially when you take a representative like Adam Smith, for example, from Weskin. Um, he's a, uh, a younger legislator. He's a father of, of three young kids that are, you know, elementary aged. Uh, and then he makes the drive back and forth from the Colorado border to Topeka, you know, numerous times a year for, for different committee meetings for the session, et cetera. It's a huge ask. And, you know, what do they get out of it? $88 a day. So they are truly doing this out of a love for community, out of a love for their state, not for any other reason. 
Well, Sarah, let's talk about these legislative updates. You act as, as the moderator, but the input is coming from the people who attend and people who may not be able to attend but can submit questions in advance. Absolutely. We want to make sure that we're eliminating any barriers. So we are keenly aware that there might be folks who cannot attend um, but want to ask those questions in advance. And so uh, you um, referenced yourself attending. Um, so we're always grateful for the media to attend because that gives folks who aren't able to physically come to that event a chance to learn about the legislature's feedback on the variety of topics that are proposed. And as moderator, it is really um, kind of one of those challenging jobs. A lot of people say, well, you didn't quite get to my question. And um, we do, um, as Mike mentioned, try to get to a variety of questions as possible. Um, things that we've talked about in the past um, run the gamut of agriculture, mental health, health care, child care, um, talking just about, um, you know, different social services and needs that we have. So we um, try not to spend any too much time on one topic because um, we are blessed to have a good variety of folks in Ellis County, and we want to make sure that we can kind of address um, as many questions as possible and not let any one topic kind of oversaturate the event. And each, uh, especially particularly at the beginning one, the opening session, which this year will be on Saturday, February 3rd, it's the opportunity uh, for the legislators to kind of give the uh, a short bio about themselves and what they do in the legislature because, you know, they're working for us, but they're all on different committees that they have special interests in, and they bring that information forward about the progress that they've made. Yes, so usually by about the end of January, everybody is aware of their committee assignments, and so part of that first one specifically is we get to learn a little bit more about where they're going to be able to flex maybe a little bit more muscle, and we've been very fortunate that most of our senators and representatives have seats on the committees that really do kind of speak to the heart of Western Kansas lives here. Um, but it is a nice um, opportunity for people to um, pose questions as well during the forum. So we always have question cards that people can submit during the um, actual forum itself. Um, if folks want to submit questions in advance, we simply ask that they email our hayescc at hayeschamber.com email address. If they can get those sent in um, by February 1st, that would be beneficial. Our office closes early that Friday before. And so it just gives me some time to put all the questions together and then try to make sure that we're diving into as many topic points as possible. And then um, we do always try to open up the floor at the very end um, for folks to ask questions. Um, we did have a couple of unique circumstances last year in which people um, could have probably done a little bit better job um, handling themselves with decorum. And so we want to make sure that people are respectful of not just our elected officials' time because they do give up their own time that they could normally be spending with their families or doing their other jobs by attending those events. Understand that there are people, too, and they're doing their very best to represent all of us, not just any particular faction in general. Um, and so we would just make sure that if you are coming, please keep that in mind. Um, if you do have questions or perhaps maybe disagree, uh, most of the elected officials, if they don't have another one of these events to um, head to right after ours, will spend time afterward giving um, their contact information to further discuss those issues down the road. That is a good point. Sometimes questions get asked and they don't have an answer and they're very open about that and say, you know, let me dig into that. Let me let me get back to you on that. So they do an excellent job. We're going to be at the, uh, the library again this year? We will be. So Hayes Public Library um, is a wonderful location because it seems to be very central for um, Hayes. And we also have a lot of good parking there. So all of our events, and um, let's go ahead and talk dates here. So Saturday, February 3rd will be our first and then Saturday, March 2nd, and then Saturday, April 6th 
Each of these dates will kick off at 8.30 in the morning. We'll start with those opening remarks, as you had mentioned, Becky, give them a chance to kind of share committee assignments. And then we really move into the question and answer portion. We try to spend as much time there as possible because that's the beauty in people attending is they want their questions answered. And so we want to try to give as much room for that as possible. And then we offer an opportunity for them to um, propose closing remarks towards the end. Um, and then um, really there's just time for a coffee and conversation. We'll um, probably have the doors opened around eight o'clock, but remember the doors, the actual event itself won't start with the um, forum and everything until right at 830. Mike, I'm curious back to Midwest Energy. Um, you said that not necessarily focused on Midwest Energy at all. We get questions from people about everything. But do you have a line with with the uh, legislators when you do want to talk about energy issues? There have been a lot of things. I mean, energy is huge. And, of course, we uh, out here in western Kansas where we have sparse population and scattered population, probably some unique situations that perhaps you do need some sort of legislative help with. Absolutely. Yeah, for, for Midwest Energy, uh, I am a registered lobbyist uh, in Topeka and uh, represent Midwest along with Allie Devine. She's a contract lobbyist in Topeka. Um, there are always, you know, energy is a, is a huge industry in the U.S. and in Kansas, and there are always issues that, you know, some could serve to benefit our customers, some could serve to harm our customers. So that's what we do is, is we track, you know, dozens and dozens of bills every year, um, working with legislators, trying to get the ones killed that would be harmful mm -hmm. to our customers. And uh, on occasion, we do introduce bills that we think would be beneficial. We have uh, two bills that we're going to introduce here in this session, we hope, um, in the coming weeks that would be beneficial to our customers. So stay tuned as far as uh, uh, how that progresses. But uh, we think both of them would be good for our customers, not only in the immediate term, but also in the, uh, in the long run for decades right. to come. We'll be looking forward to those. Well, Sarah, let's talk about your week ahead. You are a busy woman. We say that every time we see you, and, and it still holds true. It doesn't matter how cold it is, how it is outside. You're out there doing lots of things. Tell us about the week ahead and some of your events. Well, we are excited to bring our Child Care Task Force of Ellis County back together tomorrow at 4 o'clock at the Welcome Center. We took the month of December off just to give everybody a chance to uh, reset for the holiday season. And then um, Wednesday, our Hayes Young Professionals um, had their Leadership Development Committee meeting. Those location dates um, at noon um, are going to be changing over to Gellos LB Diner and LB Growing. LB Brewing Co. Um, at 117 East 11th Street this year. Um, so make sure you um, pay attention to that calendar and location change. And then Thursday, January 25th, we have our Child Care Provider Professional Development Series. That will be from 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. at Rose Garden Banquet Hall and Catering. This is a free event, and we open it up to any of our region's child care providers, not just Ellis Counties. Uh, you'll uh, receive supper that night, as well as uh, be entered in for a chance to win several prize drawings. The deadline is today because we do need to give a head count to Rose Garden. So um, if they can please call our office at 785-628-8201, that would be fantastic. And then Friday is also a big day. Uh, January 26th, we are celebrating a groundbreaking. It'll be, a, the shovels may not work very good with the ground being frozen, <laughs> but we're going to try. Um, it'll also be a chamber chat with Catholic Charities of Northern Kansas at 9 a.m. And that will be at 1015 Centennial Boulevard. A special guest, Bishop Vinky from the um, Salina Diocese will actually be there to help with that event. 
And then Friday, January 26th as well, is our first membership lunch um, at noon at Rose Garden Banquet Hall and Catering at 2350 East 8th Street. Uh, and our sponsor for this event is Vive Broadband. And we are excited to have Trish Bryant. She's the Chief Operating Officer from St. Francis Community Services, as well as Shauna Lyon, the Adoption Director at St. Francis Ministries. And they're going to provide us a program on St. Francis Community Services and Community Foster Care Needs. Again, another um, RSVP deadline for that today. And then the deadline to purchase annual um, chamber banquet tickets is today. We have to give our headcount for food tomorrow. So you still have a few left? So we still have a few left. Okay. So please do call our office to get those tickets um, for that event. And then um, we are excited. We finally got our first new members of the year. Oh, great. Let's hear about that. Yes. So Ellis County Conservation District, and they're located at 2715 Canterbury. They're kind of our New Year's baby. They were officially the first one. (laughs) And then Arcade 11 Bar and Restaurant, um, located at 201 West 10th Street. Um, We are so excited about um, them joining us. All righty. Thank you for the update, Sarah. Mike, I had one more question of Midwest Energy, and, and you can probably help us with this. Um, people, we know it's cold, and people have been running their heaters more than usual, perhaps. What do we do about bills that might be a bit higher than what we usually have this time, or especially at this time of year, they tend to be higher? Sure, sure. Well, with this cold snap, uh, there was an increase in gas prices, so you're January bill might be, you know, $10, $20 more than it normally would be, but it will pay itself out in one month and it's not going to be a long-term thing. Okay. Uh, for those that have trouble with bills throughout the heating season, there is a program called LEAP. It's a federal program that's administered by DCF here in the state of Kansas. And Midwest Energy and DCF are going to have a LEAP sign-up event, and that's going to be January 30th from 10 to 2 down at the Hayes Public Library. So if you've had trouble or, or have a large balance on your account, you can come down, apply for assistance, and LEAP can help with a one-time grant. We'll also have lunch that day for anybody that comes in. So it's a good way to kill you know two birds with, uh, yeah. with one stone. 